Mr. Everything Podcast. Meow, meow, meow. He's a lover. He's a fighter. He's the sexiest yeah. man in the world. Two years in a row. Huh. What's up, guys? I write, I love, I joke, Ow. and I go bird watching. Hablamos en español. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Love, subscribe, share. Are you ready to motherfucking rock and roll? Let's test this out. Can you hear me? Can you still hear me? And we're off! <laughs> What's up, guys? Meow, 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 meow. 200% cute, gang. Hope you're out there doing some cute shit, gang. Bird watching. Insect watching. Cute watching. <laughs> I don't know if that's a style, but... If you find anything cute, definitely take a video of it and send it to me. Anyways, what is today? Today is Monday, the 22nd. The year is ending, and we're smoking a cigar. We're smoking the uh, Enclave Cigars, Enclaves, by AJ Fernandez. This cigar is... I would say it's bold, uh, definitely medium to bold, um, but I think it's it's a stronger taste, so definitely one that I recommend. Actually, my three favorite cigars are um, number one being Flor de las Antillas, obviously. Uh, number two being um, Aroma de Cuba, or any of the Aroma de Cubas. Obviously, I like my father's, whatever. Um, and number three is going to be Enclaves. And then the rest of the, my father's, whatever. Uh, so yeah, those are my favorite cigars. If you want to send them, let me know. Actually, you know, the, you, know the, you know the post office. Send them over. We'll sample your cigars. We'll give them a shout out. We'll see if we like them. We don't lie. Veritas is our, is our virtue. Gang, gang. These are delicious, by the way. So if you hear a three-second pause, it's probably me taking a puff. <laughs> okay, so we're coming live from Dallas, Texas on a rainy day. It's never rained in Dallas like this. Uh, they say it's a once-in-a-thousand-year um, raining cycle, supposedly. It's been raining like two feet. That's a lot. And right now, you basically need a, a boat to be on the freeways because a lot of these puppies are getting stuck. Um, I feel bad because I've been in that situation and you feel helpless when your car is in the river. <laughs> but mine was a different story. Similar situation, different story. Different year. With a truck nonetheless. Jesus Christ. Actually, I'll tell you that story. So a couple of years ago, I think it was a year after I bought my new truck. Uh, I bought a Nissan Frontier 20... I forgot what year it was. Whatever. None, nonetheless. I bought this uh, Frontier. It was beautiful. I liked it. I called it Fred. Silver Nissan Frontier. And on the first day, I fucking crashed it. You know, my dad was like, go take it to get a, you know, the, 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 um, the 
office told us that you can wash it for free for the first month, whatever. And I was like, dude, you know, those box garage uh, car washes suck. You know, the ones that you find at your local shell station, they suck. I don't like them. You know, you, you think you're getting a good deal, but it's more of a quickie. Um, so I never liked them and I, I, I prefer not to use them. So anyways, he was bitching at me for the whole day. Go get it. Go get it. I'm like, no, I'll just wash it by hand. No, no, no. You're dumb. Whatever. So then I go, I get it washed or I, I put it in the, in the beginning of the entrance of the little spot too. I think it's some rails that <laughs> drag your car forward and then the machines automatically, you know, turn on as it's going in and, you know, you know the rest. So <laughs> the guy is like, hey, this uh, car wash is kind of small. Would you like me to drive your truck? And I'm like, I don't trust the Mexican. You know, that's your, <laughs> that's your initial instinct. <laughs> You don't trust a colored person, which I mean, I've colored myself. I don't know why I had that thought, but you know, for some reason, I didn't even have any money or anything of value. I had just purchased the truck, so it was pretty new. I don't know why I didn't trust them. Um, nevertheless, I told them no, back off, kind sir. I got this. So he starts the machine. And the truck's moving forward. And I don't know what's happening, but <laughs> I, uh, I end up over one of the rails. And you got to see these rails. These rails are like a foot high. I don't know how the fuck one of the wheels, one of the tires, before someone corrects me, fucking haters. One of the tires goes over the rail. I don't know how that happened. But it did. <laughs> the guy immediately stops the machine. And he runs up to me. He's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, stupid ass machine. You know, shame on you. You know this was going to happen. That's why you offered your services. You bloody bastard. And, you know, he was like, well, what are we going to do now? My boss is going to fire me. And I'm like... We'll fucking figure it out, dude. You fucking work here. Anyway, so uh, he jumps in the truck. Now I trust him. Now I trust him. I don't care if he's Mexican or black. I don't care. You know, now I trust him to fucking pu pull me out of the situation I got myself in for not allowing him to do his, his work. But whatever. That's what, that's what happens, you know, when you don't trust God and, uh, and his path. So he basically sticks his foot on the floor and goes really fast in reverse. <laughs> and uh, I don't know, this, the, the truck, the sound, the truck, the sound, the sound the truck was making. What am I, illiterate now? Is that even, it's not illiterate. I'm not reading this. Retarded, I'll just say retarded. What am I, retarded now? Jesus Christ. The sound the truck was making was horrible. I was like, dude, I just got it. You already broke it. I'd like a new one. Exchange, please. But no, it basically just 
fucked, you know, the side fender or whatever. Made a little crack. On the first day, goddammit! Can you believe that? So, that was that. A year later, for some reason, um, I don't know, I was driving around the same place I got the car. And there was heavy rain that day as well, coincidentally. Um, And I was going down a area that had a river, like down an underpass. But before I got to the underpass, I realized that there was a Ford Mustang down the road, completely covered to the roof of water. But I I could kind of see that it was a Ford Focus somehow. Uh, And the driver was basically like swimming away from the car. And I was like, I'm not going to be a dummy like him. Fuck that. So what I did was basically did a U-turn from the lane that I was in. On that one-way road. Um, and basically, uh, just imagine a little highway uh, and a mountain to the side and a, a river running under the highway. Um, you can imagine that, can't you? Whatever. If, I, if my words are less descriptive, then that's on you. I, I tried. I did my work. So I saw the Mustang and I'm like, fuck that. I'm doing a U-turn. And the thing was that since the water was at a level, I did not see that right as the hill dropped and the road appeared in the middle, there was like a drainage route. What do they call it? A ditch. There was a ditch for drainage. For water to run when the, when the river overflows. And since there was heavy rain, <laughs> it was all at a level. And uh, first of all, I'm blind as titties. And what happened was that as I did a U-turn, I basically leaned into the ditch and could no longer control the truck. So I could no longer move. And I, my, mind you, I was already... I was already tire height of water on a truck that's like four, three to four feet. And I, I, you know, I could not fucking move. <laughs> so what was I doing? You know, I was trying to open the doors and because of the, there was so much water I couldn't open the goddamn door, uh, so I had to uh, open the window and jump out. <laughs> oh my god, I was so embarrassed. It was so retarded. I had to pay um, a tow truck a hundred bucks to to get me out. Uh, luckily, nothing happened to my truck. All the electronics worked properly. Uh, I love that truck. Fred was the best truck I've had. Uh, other than my, my Nissan Frontier, you know, it's the best adventure car I've had because obviously better mileage. So more places at affordable price. And I didn't really have any other issue with, with that truck. Well, other than that one time that it lit on fire, but that's a different story. Nevertheless, here we are 
Tuesday, Monday, August 22nd. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're having a terrific day. I know I am. Enjoying this rainy weather. Puts me in a meditative mood. Relaxes me. I like to listen to Lee's Hay. And I feel that the rain... Uh, I'm a, Well, I'm a pluviophile. I believe that's the, the word for it. These are the kind of things you learn in Mr. Everything. Nice vocabulary. Such as the word of the day today, guys. The word of the day... We're going based on Merriam-Webster's dictionary. Is going to be rash. Which is a familiar word to us, obviously. Not a new word. Rash. Uh, what, what's the definition that they're using? A person that's rash is someone who's doing something without thinking or doing something all of a sudden. Uh, I believe I'm very rash. Not that I'm not thinking. I'm just doing things uh, all of a sudden. Um... Let's use that definition. We don't need the official definition. But it is an adjective, so rash. And I guess... Oh, well, (laughs) now we can definitely point out at that situation where I drowned my, my Nissan Frontier as a rash decision to try to get out of a more inexplicable uh, situation down the line. Yeah, I believe that's a good way to, to use that word. Rash. Um, or the fact that I have a rash due to a spider bite momentarily. Fuck you, Texas brown recluse. I think they're brown recluse. I don't know what they are. Uh, let's just say they're all brown recluse. Um, okay. So, what are you guys doing today? I'll tell you what I'm doing. Nothing! You know, for the past two months, I've been working on my lawn every Monday through Friday. Religiously. And I get compliments every day from the neighbors. How's the golf course doing? I'm like, fuck yeah, bro. You know, once you get yours up to par... We can make it hole number two. <laughs> yeah, so I've been working on the on the lawn religiously every day. And right now that it's raining a lot, I don't have anything to do. So I'm just relaxing, smoking a cigar, doing nothing. Dolce far niente. In Italian, that translates to the art of doing nothing. I mean, if you've seen Elizabeth Gilbert's uh, if you read Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Eat, Pray, Love, you would have known that. Or if you've seen the book with Julie, the movie with Julia Roberts, you would have, you would have known that. Duh, obviously. Um, so one of the things that I was doing in the past week uh, to improve my lawn, obviously. You come here for words, sexiness, lawn care, birds, and bullshit, and jokes, and recipes. And Spanish phraseology, bitch. This is Mr. Everything. We go over every motherfucking thing. You hear that? These cigar, these cigar pauses are gonna be annoying. <laughs> I can already, I can already guarantee it. But fuck it. That's what we do. We're here to annoy you and entertain you, and hopefully you laugh. 
And they become watch one of her shows, obviously. Uh, nevertheless, one of the things I was doing, I think I use that word quite often, don't I? Nevertheless, nevertheless, nevertheless. It's so gay. Nevertheless, uh, I was working on elongating a sprinkler head. So one of the things that, you know, uh, we did to the house whenever we got it was, uh, basically the guy was a handy, a handicap, handy capable gentleman, um, salute to the vets. The veterinarians, of course, and um, I use that joke all the time, and no one ever fucking loves. It's a cute joke, though, but it takes it takes people a while for them to get. Hey, this you know, thank you guys for serving this land. I'll buy whoever's a vet a drink, and then all the vets, all the veterans, start applauding, and I'm like, no, I meant veterinarians. Whatever. So, um, yeah, he had this ramp. We teared, teared down the ramp. We broke down the ramp because um, he was a handicapable gentleman, you know, who had a wheelchair, basically. So we took that off and extended, extended the lawn to fill up the house, whatever. And one of the areas in the lawn, even though I get compliments every motherfucking day, uh, maybe that's how bad all the everyone else's fucking lawn is looking. That even though my lawn is kind of is not as perfect as I could imagine, uh, I still get compliments. So whatever, I take them, and I am so grateful for the rain this week. It's gonna rain the whole week, so I'm so grateful that you know we're gonna get free watering. Of the lawn because I added new seed uh, what did I add I added um, tall fescue uh, hopefully that integrates properly with my it's a few patches on my st. Augustine I could have added some sod dug it out and um, dug out the dirt and added some sod but uh, I figure I already wasted money on some seed, whatever. Sod's the best way to do it just because, you know, you can just go to Home Depot. The pieces are like three to four bucks and you just need a couple of them. Put them wherever it's dry and water them religiously. And bada bing bada boom, baby girl. You got a perfect lawn. So one of the sprinklers wasn't hitting the lawn adequately. Um, and it was drying up some spots, so I was like, hey, you know, I'm the host of Mr. Everything. What kind of motherfucking president am I if I don't do everything? I see a problem, let's figure it out. That's what we motherfucking do. That's what we motherfucking do. Everything in life that you see a problem in and you can come up with a solution, guys, Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking go. We're fucking Americans. We're going to motherfucking do this. Even if you're not American, you're a motherfucking American. So let's fucking do this. So the first thing you got to do is just, just fucking start. I started digging up a trench to one of the corners where I wanted to add a uh, 90 degree sprinkler head. Shooting water 
roughly around 10, 10 to 14 inches, 10 to 15 inches. Um, so I was at Home Depot. <coughs> God damn, this cigar is fucking hitting good. I got a fertility test. Oh, actually, I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys about that later. Uh, <laughs> so I was at Home Depot, and goddamn, everything's a fucking mess, bro. Like Jesus Christ, Home Depot. Like, if you're gonna sell me some shit, like tell me how to install it. Tell me how to go about it. Tell me what kind of tubing I need. Tell me what kind of parts I need. Like, if you do that, like in a little package form, not even a package form, maybe like an infogram then the buyer will buy more shit knowingly. But whatever. Maybe I'm just retarded and I don't know how to go about it. But I kind of knew what I wanted. I needed, I needed some tubes, uh, PVC, some glue, a cutter for the PVC. And also I needed a sprinkler head. I had some sprinkler heads, uh, but they were old and I didn't think that they were going to meet my requirements. 90 degree, 10 to 15 feet uh, spraying distance. So I got, a, I got a badass one. Different connection. It was a three-fourths connection. Three-fourths to three-fourths PVC connection. And I don't know. I, you know, all you got to do is just go on YouTube, watch like 10 videos on how to do one thing, and then figure it out, bro. I mean, what's what's the what's the worst that can happen? It breaks. Well, fuck it. You know, call someone who can fix it. Actually, <laughs> try not to break it. Well, that's why you gotta watch ten videos. You know, let's try to waste as least possible money as possible, guys. We are fucking learning how to do these things on our own. We're learning how to be masterminds of the world. We we learn to use what we got. All right. Oh shit, I gotta be smoking this a little bit faster because it's dying out on me. And it's a really good cigar. I hate, I hate, I would hate for it to go to waste. So, nevertheless, I'm at Home Depot and I'm taking forever because I'm like, fuck, I don't know the measurements. But I figure it out and I'm like, whatever. And what, I select a Hunter sprinkler head. Because that's the ones I'm working with. I think you could probably use any of them. But I decided to go with Hunter. Because that's what the other sprinklers are. So whatever. Let's just say. I'm sure they're backwards compatible. But you know. That's, like I said. That's what I got. So why fuck around. So. I buy. The sprinklers. And this is these are things that. You know, your wife may not know that you buy. But guys, trust me when I tell you. All these things that you do, someone's seeing that you're doing it. And they're taking them into consideration. And they're like, oh, okay. I see where he spends his money. The lawn. It cost me like 50 bucks to get everything. Well, that's that's because I got like a $20 uh, sprinkler head. <laughs> But I figured, fuck, you know, if it, 
the sprinkler head said that it can shoot up to uh, 20 feet. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I can adjust it later on. And it can shoot 10 feet. I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you couldn't do that, actually. I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> I dig up the trench. I do my measurements, go to Home Depot, buy the parts, uh, and then come home, watch the videos again, and I'm just like, fuck it, let me just, let me just do this shit, you know, add some glue, this is, this is all like Legos, you know, you just add some glue around the tips, uh, make sure it fits, run down the, the PVC, install the head, bada beam, bada boom, we got a fucking balloon. And all of a sudden, uh, I turn on the sprinklers and boom, it works. The only problem was, I, th I think I got a fucking sprinkler for a football field. Because that motherfucking shit was spraying like 25 feet. <laughs> and it was not adjustable. <laughs> okay? So, <laughs> it was not adjustable. The length at which it shoots uh, water is not adjustable. Only the radius in which it rotates. Uh, luckily... I was able to adjust the radius uh, in my 90 degree angle that I wanted and it doesn't waste that much water uh, by spraying out into the streets or into the sidewalk. It throws almost directly into, almost directly into the entire part of the grass, uh, specifically into the areas where it wasn't getting enough water. So I did that last week. I haven't tested out the capabilities of it. Um, much or I haven't seen if it's actually going to work because this whole week is going to rain here in Dallas. Uh, but nevertheless, there we go again with the nevertheless motherfucker. Nevertheless, <laughs> what other synonyms are there for nevertheless? Um, let's see. Let's look it up. Synonyms. Never. The less. Alright, we can still say even so. However, still, yet, but, though. Alright, anyway. In spite of. Okay. Well, I think. I think that's, that's something. That's an improvement. So in spite of all this. In spite of my, my, my conquest. I, I, guys, I had a problem in the morning. You know, it, actually, that should have taken me ten, 10 fucking minutes if I knew what I was doing. But I don't because I'm not a professional and I don't work on this every day. And it took me, honestly, just in the drives and the going to the Home Depots and having lunch and bullshit. It took me like eight hours. Easy motherfucking peasy, though, guys. Uh, once you actually do it, once you see what it takes to do, it shouldn't take you more than 10 minutes. At least to make the extension that I was doing. Um, and I had a, uh, one of the, one of the pieces, um, where I was connecting from one of the main lines to break it off into one of the edges that I was running. Uh, I had a little piece of, uh, of extra pipe, a curved pipe that I bought. Uh, so I cut a little piece and I just, I attached it, you know, I had a 90 degree pipe. I had a right angle. But I, you know, I used it. So I made the mistake of showing everyone on Instagram 
you know, the video of me testing out that there was no leaks. And oh my god! The hate! The hatred! The envy. The despise. I got like three responses from people in service who are like, why did you do that? Why didn't you use a 90? I'm like, bitch! I did have one. But I chose to use that part and it still works. Cue in the other person. Why'd you use that? Why when you use the 90? Bitch! Because I wanted to. It works. Cue the third person. My friend who you used to clean, I used to clean pools with. And the host! Co-host. Junior, junior host. Of Ambiguous Chubby Chasers. Chubby Bunny. He was like, that's not how you do it. You're gonna, you, you broke the pipe. Yeah, you broke the pipe. I'm like, bro, I tested it out. It works. Yeah, but for how long? Hey, baby girl. It works. And then he just starts typing and I'm like, hey. It works. If you keep typing, that just shows that you're hating He's like, whatever. Don't tell me. Don't don't say I told you so later on. I'm like, hey, doesn't fucking matter. Because if it breaks, guess who I'm going to call? You, because that's what you fucking do. So stop being a fucking hater. Just appreciate that I fucking was able to do it. So in life, guys, this is what happens. You will always have haters coming at you. But that's not the point. I have, I, I had a problem. I had a solution. I got it done. You know, while other people are over here looking at your content, while other people are hating on your work, you know, that's what they're doing. They're just busy hating. Not you. You're over here doing. And we're amateurs, like I said. You know, we're just going to continue learning and, doing how to, and learning how to do shit. Because that's what we do here at Mr. Everything. We learn a little bit of everything. Uh, one of my friends, uh, shout out to Caitlin Connolly, baby girl Caitlin Connolly. She, uh, I shouldn't be putting, pull, saying her name, but that's not her full name. She changed her name. She was like, do you really have all these tools? Because I always post videos of me doing other bullshit. And... I'm like, dude, I buy all these tools on Facebook Marketplace. Just today, actually, I drove 30 minutes to Arlington uh, on the rainiest day in Dallas. So how dumb, how dumb am I? And bought a Ryobi 6 amp. Um, is it 6 amp? Whatever. 6 amp. 18 volt battery for my, my little tools. But, you know, I'm always, I'm always on the Facebook Marketplace. I'm always on yard sales. Uh, garage sales, looking for these deals, potential tools that I may need, you know, because everything's useful, especially if you know how to do it, which we know how, we know what we're doing here at Mr. Everything. We learn to be a superman, a ubermensch, right? That's what, um, that's what homeboy, uh, German philosopher would say, right? Um, Nietzsche, right? Oh my God, I'm covered in cigar ash. 
So yeah, I installed the sprinklers. Um, and word of the day, what would the word of the day be? Okay, yes. The hating came uh, through rash thinking because they, they, they didn't know why we were doing the things we were doing. Yet they still decided to criticize and hate. But boom! All right. Uh, another thing I did actually that day was, uh, oh, well, well, one of the stories was that I thought my neighbor, I, I actually think my neighbor uh, broke into our house when I was traveling through Europe for like two, three weeks in, in uh, July, I think it was July, July or June, and I didn't have my ring system installed, so I couldn't see properly who the fuck broke in. Um, now you just see the house. Boo! Got cameras everywhere, baby girl. I got I got forty locks. I got alarms. I got a dog. You know, I got a fart machine. I got a skull that's gonna hang down the attic if you open the door to scare you. Whatever. So I was thinking, I was like, fuck, you know, these fucking neighbors. You know, every time I, I travel, like. I'm always going to be scared that they're going to break in and shit. <sighs> By the way, if you don't if you don't already smoke cigars, I definitely recommend that you at least try it because that's what we do in Mr. Everything, guys. We're trying to learn. We're trying to experiment. We're trying to see what's up with life. Sex, drugs, alcohol, rock and roll, motherfucking uh, Pizza Hut, you know? We're trying to Taste a little bit of everything. I recommend that you at least try smoking a good cigar, taking your time to enjoy it. It's very meditative, spiritual, very Christian-like, very, very Buddhist-like, whatever. So one of the, one of the ways that I, that I came up with to avoid any problems in the future was just, you know, to be more sharing with the neighbor. So one day while I was mowing my lawn and he's, you know, giving me the typical, you know, oh, I love your lawn uh, and your garden. He says, uh, oh, I actually told him, I was like, dude, let me fucking, you know, oh, he told me, he's like, I can never get the edge on the sidewalk properly. And I'm like, whatever, motherfucker. All you need is a, all you need is a, a trimmer, a edger, uh, or a weed whacker. You know, what she doesn't have. But whatever, you, bitch, you own a house. You know, like these are things that are necessary to keep your house looking sexy. Uh, and it's only like twenty bucks, so whatever. Um, anyways, I was like, I accidentally. I had a slip and I told him I would I'll let I'll do your edge one of these days when I'm doing mine. Cause I don't bring out my edger all the time, even though it's just a plug that I can just put it whenever on my on my machine. On my Ryobi extended. That I bought brand new on Facebook Marketplace for like forty bucks. Even though they're hundred and fifty dollars at Home Depot. Or more. So, 
Oh, I did buy the the edger though at Home Depot. It cost me like it cost me like a hundred bucks. <laughs> but whatever, it was something I needed, and it makes the lawn look fucking sexy. You only do it a few times, um, a couple, you know, once every couple of months, just to clean up that edge. And then with the weed whacker, um, you can just cut it very neatly. Um, but I, I, you know, since you know we're trying to dominate in this fucking long world which we already do, I do it more frequently. So the other day, I pulled it out, and, the, and I, I started doing his lawn, and I'm like, ah, that could also be seen as a rude thing. <laughs> Let me go knock on his door. I go knock on his door, and I'm like, hey, bro. Oh, I didn't even tell you the idea. All right, so one of the, one of the idea that I was like, how do I prevent him from stealing my shit again? I'm like, okay, let me do him a favor. That way he knows I'm kind of cool and he'll feel uh, embarrassed next time he steals from me because he's like, can't believe I'm stealing from someone who does something so nice. You know, whatever. The devil tempts us in, in mysterious ways. I cannot judge. We all have devils of our own. So I thought that was just a good idea. So here I am, you know, edging my lawn and I'm like, all right, let me go fucking knock on this guy's door. And he's like, I didn't, I didn't tell you, to, you know, that you could edge my lawn. And I'm like, you told me the other day, motherfucker. And I said I was going to do it. So now I'm doing it. And he's like, all right, fuck it. And he's like, hey, you like beer? You drink? And I'm like, yeah, of course I fucking drink. I'm a fucking masculine man, you know, with, 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 with big dicks and fucking muscles and tattoos, you know. Of course I drink. I'm an American. And he goes to the back. And brings out this fucking wooden cooler. It looks pretty cool. Um, it's one of those lifted wooden cooler type of things uh, in a box. And he's like, you can have this for your for your man cave. And I was like, bitch, how does this motherfucker know I have a man cave? Yeah, so that gave me a little doubt. But whatever. The past is the past. And the future is the future. And the moment was the moment, so I was like, thank you. Now let, let me handle this, baby girl. So it took me, I, th- I thought it was going to take me like 10 minutes. Fuck no. It took me like, it took me like, uh, like an hour. <laughs> That's what I get for opening my fucking mouth and offering my diligent services. Um, you know, and obviously I can't just fucking do a half-ass job. I have to make it look nice. Um, so I was trying to make the, the edge look super nice and clean it up properly. And that's it. You know, that's all I did. Nothing, nothing bad. So that's one of the ways that you can prevent your neighbor from jacking your shit when you're not in town. Okay. Then that day, I went, I was craving fucking wings, bro. I'm a fucking American, hot-blooded, fucking Viagra running down my veins. I was craving some wings. Where do I go? Wingstop is my go-to spot. I love Atomics. My favorite. Makes my dick hard and red and bleed. But nevertheless, I'm at fucking Pluckers, bro. And oh my God, you know baby girls going for the blazing wings. I ordered 10 blazing wings and five barbecue, obviously. 
to calm down the nerves. And, you know, I'm enjoying my fucking wings. And the, I, I hear some fucking doofus. What do they call them? A Gemini boy? Not a Gemini boy. What do they call them? You know, those weak guys? Uh, a beta boy? Ah, oh, fuck. What do they call? I don't know. I don't know what that word is. Anyways, some beta boys are talking next in the table next to me. And they're like, oh my god, you know, these are pretty spicy. What you got? I got mango habanero. <laughs> they're like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? And one of the guys was saying, uh, I heard there's a challenge here. It's called the Blazing Wing Challenge. You can tell what kind of ethnicity they were by, by the accent I'm making. Chinese, obviously. No, they were white. Caucasian men of the Caucasus region in Asia. And they were like, the Blazing Wing Challenge, you eat half a dozen of them in like five minutes and they give you a free shirt. You know, I could never do that. And one of them had the audacity to order a fucking box to go. I'm like, motherfucker, you got six wings. You can't have a box to go. That's like that one time I went on a blind date and I got catfished. Uh, but nevertheless, I was a gentleman. So I went, I, you know, I took this, this woman to Wingstop, you know, cause I'm a gentleman. She was already there and I was hungry and I was like, all right, girl, you know, I know you like to eat. God damn with those thick ass thighs. So I'm like, what do you want? You know, order something, you know, you're not going to waste more than a hundred bucks, whatever. But I'm a gentleman. So I'm going to pay for it. This bitch ordered like five wings. Uh, yeah, like, she ordered like six wings and, and she fucking ate half of them. And also she had the audacity to use a fucking fork and a fucking knife to cut those wings in half. And I'm like, bitch, who are you fucking trying to play with? You ain't fooling no one. Eat motherfucking 10 like you normally do. I, I ate 10 like a motherfucking gangster, you know, I don't give a fuck. Um, obviously I was thinner than she was. Whatever. These guys had the audacity to order the motherfucking box to go, dude. They only ordered 6-2. I'm like, bitch, the fuck are you talking about? Also, I'm, 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 I'm fucking, I'm eating double the fucking challenge, bro. I'm not even breaking a sweat. That is until later on, whenever you have to take a shit and, you know, you're bleeding from your, from your, um... From down there, you know, um, and your pee burns for like two days, but whatever, gang gang. I heard a cool story actually from a coworker once that <laughs> it was a dumb story that him and his girlfriend got drunk and they ordered Wingstop, they ordered Atomics, then they started having sex and they were going down on each other. <laughs> you can imagine the fun that that must have been. So that was great. Um, then I was gonna go to a family party. So, you know, we're cultured. We're we're cultured swine. So we take um, some wines, baby girl. We take uh, raspberry beer from Belgium. I forgot the name of it, but if you find it at Whole Foods or Central Market, ah, it's delightful. 
I also got a rosé from Italy and also a, I don't know if it's a rosé, if it's still from Italy, but it's a rosé wine uh, and also a Tempranillo from the region of, I believe Tempranillos are from Castilla y León. Double check me on that, you know. So I remember every Tempranillo that I've had when I'm in the in that region of Castilla y León or Barcelona area. Uh, it's all been delicious. So, um, I was already getting two bottles of, you know, the raspberry beer and the rosé. So I just got the cheapest Tempranillo wine. It was like 14 bucks. And oh my God, I drank it with my sister-in-law. We got fucked up. We were talking shit to my dad. We were over here crying, telling each other intimate things about my brother and bullshit like that. And the Tempranillo wine was delicious. So, I definitely recommend for you to try more wines to practice elaborating your palate so that you could become a connoisseur of fine delicacies. So, story. Back in Mexico City, uh, we went to um, that <clears throat> what was considered the biggest collection the biggest private collection of tequila in the world it's a restaurant i forgot what it's called at the moment <clears throat> shame on me shame on me um it was in los what was it called fuck all right whatever uh the name will come back to me um nevertheless fancy i spot and a purchase was made which was a fucking headache, bro. $1,400 for a rare 1 out of 10 uh, piece collection of a horse with a particular tequila in it. So we made the transaction. But then there was headaches and bullshit with, with the shipping. Because they couldn't import it over here for something. They were going to have to charge us like $250 more. Like, what the fuck, bro? You fucking lied to us. You scammed us of this money. Give us a fucking refund. Or do the fucking job. You fucking promised us that it was going to be seamless. And it wasn't seamless. So. Let me see. Let me see if I can remember the name. Um, Tequila. Restaurant. Mexico City. Um, Let's see. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Yeah, but if you look it up, I I have to show you what it is though, because the pictures of of the place look amazing. Um, it's like a a two floor building from head to toe, decorated in tequila bottles. Oh, okay, okay, I found it. Uh, oh no, that's not it. Um, here it is. No, no, Licoreria. Oh no, no, right here. Is this? Oh my God, I hate these parts in podcasts. Uh, <clears throat> large tequila collection restaurant. Las Lomas. It's in Las Lomas 
in the Richie area in uh, Mexico City. <clears throat> oh, shit. Okay. Oh, it's called Sax. Sax and Las Lomas. Oh, my God. Fuck you, Sax. Jesus Christ. The headache, bro. Um, anyways, we had to get someone to bring us the fucking bottle. Um, inevitably, it was a family friend. And, dude. <laughs> so, it's a motherfucking horse decorated in little beads and shit. It looked nice. It looked cool. It looked artistic. But the fucking legs were fucking broken, bro. Jesus Christ, the legs were broken, and there was no fucking tequila inside it. You know, it had it had spilled. It dripped. It got away. It disappeared. You didn't even taste it. For $1,400? It was actually like, like $1,600 after we paid for the dumbass shipping, uh, which was not even good at all. That was the biggest rip in the world. So if you know anyone... From Saks Las Lomas. Make a complaint! God damn. Oh my god! Okay. Two more things I want to talk to you about. One, the fertility test. Okay, okay. So they were like, do you smoke cigars? And I was like, of course not! And they were like, good. Because smoking cigars can increase infertility. And I'm like, oh my god! Um... Whatever, we'll still use the semen for, you know, face lotion or something. Making, make, making those foreheads look shiny, you know, gang gang. That's what we do. Um, but, whatever. I still didn't take the fertility test. I'll take it, um, I'll take it, uh, <laughs> I'll take it, like, the following Friday. What what interested me though was that I told the the doctor a joke. I was like, "Bro, I'm a comedian," and all of a sudden he lost all his professionality. Is that how you say it? All his professionalism. It went out the motherfucking door. He told me this dirty ass joke. Um, basically about this. Uh, let me see. Let me see if I can remember. He said. Um, He said, I, I, you know, that this guy goes and he sees a Native American and he has one feather. He's like, what is that feather for? And he says, this feather shows that I fuck, you know, one great woman a day, whatever. And then he goes up to this other, you know, uh, Native American who has two feathers. He's like, uh, what are those two feathers for, sir? And he says, oh, this... These two feathers show that I fuck two great women a day. And then he sees a Native American with a fucking headpiece covered in fucking feathers. And he's like, sir, what are all those feathers for? And he's like, this shows that I fuck all these great women every day of their lives. And the guy says, oh, dear. He's like, oh, no, dear, no. They're too tall. And they have their asses too high in the air. A fucking doctor told me that, dude. Dumbass doctor in front of like a cute nurse or assistant doctor who was training. Can you believe him? Jesus Christ. But I was like, that's fun. I like, I like doctors like that. I still didn't get a follow. That's for sure. Stupid ass doctor. 
Let me see. Let me go. Let me go ahead and light this one up. Cigars die out if you don't fucking smoke them. Wow. I always love this, these uh, AJ Fernandez enclaves. Delicious. Delightful. Mwah! Full of flavor. Okay. So I went to a motherfucking comedy show in Spanish last Friday. I, I was going to perform. And honestly, I'm not going to talk shit. Well, I don't think this guy listens to the podcast, but... Dude, I saw on the flyer that there was going to be an NFT presentation. I'm like, God damn, motherfucker. This is why no one comes to the shows. You know, an NFT presentation. Are you fucking kidding me? And I was like, I don't think he means NFT like Bitcoin NFT. So I'm just looking at the chart and the flyer that he's putting out. And there's this, you know, comedians, what they do to make their uh, ads look cooler is that they put dumbass promotions at the bottom. Like, bitch, no one's fucking promoting this. It's just you trying to make some money. Um, so whatever. You know, one of, the, one of the people who's promoting this, one of the companies, is like Big Conference. I'm like, or Bitcoin Conference. And I'm like, bitch, I, I knew it. You know, he's going to have an NFT presentation on the show. And like NFT, like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Non-touchable tokens? Goddamn. This is supposed to be a comedy show. A comedy show and they're speaking about fucking Bitcoin, dude. Like, that's a little dumb, in my opinion, if you ask me. Ugh. <laughs> so, when I, I got to the show, it was at a Peruvian restaurant in Addison, Texas. A Peruvian restaurant. The way that you... Um, I think the, the, one of the low indigenous languages in Peru is called Cuenca. And the way that you say pig is cuchi. I always remember that. I don't know why. Has a good has a certain ring to it. Um, and also, you know, if you want to call like a girl or something, like a little honey, like a little birdie, you call them causitas. Hola, causita. ¿Cómo está? Causita, causita. March 14th, causita, causita. Gang, gang. <laughs> In the windows and shit. Anyways, um, so. Oh, man, this cigar is dying out. Let me see if I can light it up again. Fuck it. I'll just finish the story. Okay. So, I get to the show. Dude, there's no one at the motherfucking show. You know, and I, I foresee these things happening. So, I'm like, bro, I got to go to another show afterwards. Can you put me on at like 8.30? Mind you, I got to the show at 7.30. I'm assuming it's already started because he wrote that it's going to start at 7.00. And I'm like, God damn, you know, like, God damn, this is the kind of shit I'm trying to avoid. I'm a fucking professional comedian out here fucking 
handling my shit. You know, give me five minutes. Give me ten minutes. Let me do half an hour, baby girl. I'm working myself up to an hour. I'm going to start showcasing and shit. I'm ready for these shows. Anyways. Um, I actually started breaking down one of my one of my comedy videos and posting them up online. And I've been getting a couple, you know, some traction and shit. I like it. Check it out on Instagram. Julio is sexy underscore baby girl. Uh, I mean, Julio is sexy underscore baby girl. Let me know what you think. So... <laughs> The guy's like, dude, I got a phone call from two parties. One has like 10 people and the other has seven. They said they're about to come like in 30 minutes. So let's just wait for them. You know, whatever the fuck. Dude. Also, another peeve was that he fucking, he's a comedian. He wrote on the flyer that there was going to be theater. There was going to be a play. There was going to be a singer. Uh, none of that was there. The NFT guy, none of that shit was there. I kind of wanted to see how it was going to play out. But none of that shit was there. And I asked him, I was like, well, dude, what's up with that NFT shit? He's like, oh, that's a special thing. We're going to be giving out NFTs at the end of the show. And I'm like, god damn, bro. Please don't. You know, we're trying to entertain here, not fucking kill with boredom like this podcast is doing. <laughs> Only the true fans prevail and stick to the end by the way don't forget like and share because oh and if you like it like recommend it baby girl tell your friends tell your homegirls tell your grandmother tell your dss you know tell them all tell them all that this is fun this is entertaining this is the mr everything podcast where we talk about everything and we try to live superior lives and become enlightened and shit. Whatever. Do that, please. It'll help the algorithm improve our status. So he's he's fucking talking about giving NFTs. I'm like, motherfucker, there's no one here. Who are you gonna give an NFT to? You know who it was at the club? At the restaurant? Me? Him? And a motherfucking clown, dude. What the fuck? I started talking to the clown, and he was pretty funny. Um, actually, I was telling him about, you know, my little skit with my homeboy, Miss Vicky, where we were thinking about doing an adult um, clown duo for parties and shit. Um, so, we linked up. It was pretty cool. I might hang out with him another day and do shows. By the way, this guy invited me again for Friday, and I'm like, bro, what are you doing? You know? Like, if I go, which I probably will, because I'm a gent, and I just like to see awkward situations, you know, like, I'm a, <laughs> what's going to happen? You know, like, another day with no people? Like, no. Anyways, after an hour, I was there till like, 9, bro. I'm, mind you, I was there from 7.30 to 9. The show was supposed to start at 7. Two hours after, there's no one. There was actually this cute girl who was there to see the show who I thought was his wife. And she fucking left. I was like, hey, what happened to that lady? And, she, and he said, dude, she was tired of waiting around. I'm like, no shit. We should have done the comedy show for her. She was the only fucking person in the audience. 
So that's my comedy life right now, guys. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Anyways, like, subscribe, share. Go to juliosexy.com, buy my poetry book, order one of the 200% Q gang shirts. You know, beat we're out here, guys. Represent. Show us some love. I love you. Julio out. Gang, gang. Also, this episode is brought to you by my poetry book, Sentiment of a Madman, by Julio Avila on Amazon.com. This book has it all, man. Romance, depression, heartbreak, humor, and most importantly, it's only $10. Buy it today on Amazon.com. Sentiments of a Madman.